Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 11 sexy singles descend upon Fiji in what is sure to be the hottest dating show of the summer in Love Island. We're going to talk all about it right here on AfterBuzz TV. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz your boy Mike Thieling. I am here. You know around here at AfterBuzz TV, I am one of the reality show junkie guys. I do a lot of the shows, especially a lot of the dating shows. You know, if you're a fan of us here, you're watching Bachelorette, you're watching Married at First Sight that we just did. And of course, you know, I had to come in here on Love Island, CBS's brand new show. Of course, it premiered yesterday. So today we're talking about episode one and episode two. Now, We know this show is a huge hit in Europe. They brought it over here to the U.S. And we got our own round of uh, sexy singles, like I said, to wholly talk about. And we'll see what these guys have to do all summer long. We are going to be doing this after show every single day because the show is daily, of course. And we're going to lock in on the exact time and we're going to have it up for you guys. And we're really, really glad that you're hanging around with us and participating because, you know, we love you guys. You are our extended panel and I already see some of you friends in the chat Carrie and Monica what is up please talk to me because I am riding solo on this show right now so I love to hear what you guys think about it let's start right off the premiere super fun we get to see what an amazing mansion by the way I don't know that I've ever seen a more insane house the bachelor pad is really hurting when you look at the bachelor and bachelorette mansion I feel like it's got nothing on this house in Fiji that pool is literally the size of the house. It looks like a football field. These guys are going to have a lot, a lot of fun this summer. Amy, we, I'm your favorite after buzzer. I love you. What's up, guys? What's up, Lynn? I'm so glad you guys jumped over. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. We're going to be hanging out here every day talking about Love Island. So first episode, we see the amazing house. We see all of our singles come in. I'm not going to go through them one by one, but we've got Alexandra, Caro, Mallory, Alana, and Elizabeth. The girls come in first. The girls get a little bit friendly. They're running around. They're seeing the thing, and we kind of see, you know, typical reality dating show, right? What are you guys looking for in the other guys? What do you want in a mate and a husband and a boyfriend, whatever? So we start to get to know them a little bit right off the bat. Caro is my favorite. <laughs> I think she's the hottest, um, super attractive. All the other girls seem really fun, but Caro seems like extra outgoing, really extroverted. And I have a feeling that she is going to be the cause of a lot of the drama this season. And we're going to want to pay a lot of attention to her. And we see that in the second episode tonight, didn't we? So they come out. And now, right off the bat, here is what they're getting into the first episode. Everybody has to get paired up. We see the guys come out one by one, and the guys get to pick which girl they're going to be paired with, but our host, Ariel, has the girl step forward to show who's actually interested in the guys. I thought this was like a terrible thing to do to these guys right off the bat. Immediately, you know if the girls find you attractive, because if they're not stepping forward, then they just don't find you physically attractive right off the bat. And I didn't buy 
any of them. Every single girl that didn't step forward basically said to the guy, well, no, you're really cute, but no, I thought you were attractive, but that's nonsense. They didn't find you physically attractive right off the bat or they would have stepped forward. And I don't really know what these girls were thinking. I think we really need to, on this show, delineate between are they actually looking for love or are we playing a game for $100,000? Because if you're playing a game for $100,000, you need to be stepping up for every guy, I would think. Like your goal is to get picked and to get matched with the guy and then have that security because we know at the end of the first week or whatever the actual timing is, whoever is single and not paired up with somebody has the opportunity to possibly go home. And if your head is in the game and you're trying to win that money, you've got to be paired up with somebody. So I thought it was really weird that some of them like didn't step up at all and I guess they're really, right off the bat, the first episode, the first day that they're there, I guess they're trying to play legitimately, like with their hearts and actually trying to find somebody. But I just thought strategically right off the bat, that's a bad move. Step up and get paired with somebody right off the bat. So a bunch of these guys, nobody steps up for them. Cashel, nobody steps up. Um, Weston, nobody stepped up. Zach, Michael, three step up. And Yaman, only one girl steps up. So I just thought this was really, really strange. Not to kick a dead horse, but like, if you see nobody stepping up, that's your opportunity to step up and and at least have the guy pick you so you can be matched up. I don't want to get too crazy into the strategy, but I was just perplexed by that. So up versus Cashel, he seems like a nice guy. Something just didn't hit me right with him right off the bat. I thought he seemed a little bit shady, and I think we got the picture going up. I I just, something didn't feel right to me about him, but he seemed pretty nice. Monica in the chat, Cashel looks like a player. Yeah, something just felt wrong about him, but needless to say, he goes in, no girl steps forward, so that's immediately alarming, and he took Caro, Caro, sorry, Caro, who I would have picked right off the bat, too. So, good choice, Cash, Um, and he gets picked with her. Next, we get Yaman steps up, and only Alana steps up for him. Again, strange, great-looking guy, super built. He's like an Adonis, and only Alana steps up. And unsurprisingly, he picks Alana. So cool, good pair. I've seen a lot of chat online about how America, everybody is loving that couple. They seem super cute. We see through the second episode tonight, too. They just seem really tight and natural, and and um, like nothing's going wrong so far. So really, really good. Then we get young Zach, your 22-year-old young Zach, the grocery store worker. Three chicks step up for him, and (laughs) Caro steps up. Why do I keep saying that? Producer Josh, why do I keep saying Caro? I have no idea. It's Caro. It's (laughs) Caro. It's Caro. Caro steps up for him. You got now, whatever you felt for Cash, right? We're just going to go right into the nickname with him. Whatever you felt for Cash you got to feel bad for him right now. His girl that he chose, who didn't step up for him, she's stepping up for Zach. All right, cool, whatever, right? Like, it's the first day. No big deal. These aren't actual hardcore decisions. They're just going based on sight and kind of a gut instinct. So no big deal, but you still feel a little bit bad. Zach pairs up with Elizabeth. Next, we get your cowboy Weston, the 25-year-old Dallas photographer, looking like he's going to have some fun. I love, by the way, I know, Josh, I think you love this, too. He came out to Old Town Road. I mean, 
he wins right off the bat for me. If you don't think that Old Town Road by Lil Nas X is the song of the summer, something is wrong with you. That song is just taking over by storm. As a teacher, like my kids love that song. They always constantly singing it within the, the class. The kids can just, sing it. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's it's number one on the charts for what seventeen weeks now straight or something ridiculous. So Weston won me over right off the bat by coming out to Old Town Road. Not like he had a choice in the matter anyway. Again, cowboy, good looking guy, built up. None of these girls step forward. But like, what is going? I, I couldn't understand, guys. What do you think in the chat? What did these girls expect? To come out like these are good looking guys. They're eligible guys. You want to stay in the show. I don't know. We got uh, Jenna James. I love the girls, but the guys are not as fine as the boys overseas in the UK version. Oh, all right. All right. Jenna, I love I love the comments. Um, I thought he did rep Dallas. I was really surprised that no one stepped forward for him. He chose Mallory. And then finally we get Michael. Great name, bro. Great name. Again. Something didn't feel super great with him to me. He honestly, in his initial interview, comes off a little conceited. He basically was like, I'm a model. And being this good looking is really tough because I have to model. And it's hard to be this amazingly good looking and model. So I was like, bro, not really feeling it too much. I did love, tell me in the chat and in the comments if you caught this throwback. I love that his dogs are named Kate and Sawyer. A lost throwback. If y'all sat through that ABC drama for years and years, I love that throwback. That was really, really cool. Three girls step up for him. And again, surprise, surprise, Caro steps up. Now you got to feel really bad for Cash because his girl has stepped up for two other guys. She's already got somebody. Again, strategically, does not seem like a good move. And I really want to drive this point home with her because of what happens in the second episode with Kira. Anyway, we're going to leave it right there. Michael, nobody, uh, sorry, uh, three step up for him. And of course, he picks Alexandra, the only girl who didn't have a partner. I thought that was a really fair and diplomatic move to not stir the pot, not cause any tension on day one of having some girl have two guy suitors. Okay, cool. So we have that all set up. We got all the pairs, right? We got 10 people. And then, of course, the show has to throw a wrench in it, right? Because it wouldn't be dramatic and it wouldn't be a competition without it. So in comes Kira, musician. Seems really, really fun. She loves to dance. <laughs> and we know that 24 hours from when she makes her first appearance, she's going to have to choose a guy. So she's going to choose a guy. She's going to purposely split up a couple and whenever you're single on this show, you know you're in danger of possibly going home. So immediately it's going to cause drama in the house, and that is going to be tumultuous as we see. So we get the guys and the girls. They split up into different groups. We find out – so a lot of these first two episodes are obviously specifically about Caro and Cash because they seem like right off the bat to have the most hot and heavy romance. Immediately, you know – this is also very awkward, by the way. They all <laughs> they all have to sleep in the same room together, albeit in different beds, but all of the couples have to sleep in the same room. And for some reason, somebody put in the chat and explain this to me if you know why. For some reason, the show is choosing when the lights go on and off. That makes no sense to me. Are they forcing them to try to hook up with night vision or something like that so they can kind of catch them hooking up or something? I would think you'd want 
people awake for as long as possible. Like when we watch Big Brother, when we watch these other reality shows, they've got a ton of different bedrooms. This is all in the same room, which I thought was hilarious and leads to obvious drama and conflict when, you know, if some girl takes this guy and this guy takes this other guy's girl and then all of a sudden they're hooking up in beds across from each other, it's just a whole mess. So we've got that whole thing going on. A lot of people in the chat loving Caro. Caro, damn it. I'm going to get that name right by the end of the season. I love her too, which is the worst. It's the worst that I can't get her name right. A lot of people giving her a lot of love. She seems really, really cool. So, okay, they split up into different groups. We learned that Caro actually didn't like Cash right off the bat. There wasn't an immediate attraction. Seemed that way with a lot of the couples as obviously evident by the fact that most of the girls didn't step up for any of the guys. So it takes a little bit more getting into it. Kira is in obviously the awkward position of having to try to find a guy, of having to try to infiltrate these different relationships, see if she actually has a connection to her benefit, at least she has a little bit more to work on when trying to pick a guy, whereas you know the guys when they were picking girls were basically going off gut instinct. So at least she has that as a little bit of an advantage. But also to her advantage, Cash thinks she's super cute. Uh, a couple of the other guys immediately think Kira is super cute. She's stealing Wes into the side, saying she likes him. She's never dated a country boy. So we're not really sure right off the bat in this first episode where things are going to lie. And then it rains. Who expected rain to come down in Fiji? I thought we were on a tropical, amazing, beautiful adventure in this amazing house. And we're getting rain right off the bat. <coughs> so, of course, everybody everybody has to scatter and, and scatter skedaddle. Kira comes out with the interesting revelation that her last relationship was two years long and was with a woman. So there's a surprise little wrench. I would absolutely had loved it if she had chosen a woman to take and just left a couple of guys on their own. I think that would have been really funny. Katie K in the chat. I love this comment. I wish they had taken the Paradise Hotel approach and gave them all their own rooms with a single person in a small twin bed. That's what I'm saying. I think you would have gotten a lot more drama, a lot more insight if they had that kind of private time where they can actually talk to one another because you don't want to discuss – Okay. You don't want to really discuss your relationship in front of a bunch of people, and we know a lot of talk goes on at night. There's a lot of pillow talk, right? You also, if you're playing the strategic game for 100K, you don't want to talk strategy in front of everybody. And at night, when it's quiet, that's when you really get a chance to discuss stuff. So, again, just like Jenna says, they're trying to follow the UK format. That's the way it is out there, but... I don't know. I I would have liked it if they were separated as well, because I think we would have gotten a lot more insight into what's going on. So... It's coming down to decision time here at the end of the first episode. Kira has to choose, and of course they leave us on a cliffhanger. And until we get to that, even though I know you guys all know who she chose because you're watching the show, I just want to reiterate again, thank you so much for tuning in with us and and chatting live. This is the first episode we're doing here. The fact that we already got 10 people in the chat hanging out with me, Jenna, Amy, Monica, Carrie, Katie, thank you so much to all of you hanging out and chatting. We appreciate all of you out there. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. I really appreciate it. You know, here at AfterBuzz, we do shows for all sorts of genres, varieties, everything you could think of for all your favorite shows. There's an after show here for it. So give us a subscribe and subscribe to AfterBuzz across all of our channels. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or any of your other favorite podcasting services, go ahead and leave us a five-star review. Give us some comments. 
and let us know that you did so I can give you guys a shout out in the chat. Thank you so much, as always, for making AfterBuzz the ESPN of TV talk. Now, we finished off the first episode. We got through it. That's like the introduction, right? For any of the reality shows, it's always a little bit slow. We got to kind of build into it. We have to see the way the whole show is constructed. Okay, we got into it. Now we're in episode two. Get a little bit juicy. We find out, boom, to our benefit because we want the drama, guys. We want the interesting TV. This Drama comes because of interesting television or vice versa. Flip that. Kira cho- chooses cash. Okay, immediate drama because Caro is now really into cash. We see them not talking at night, but there's snuggles, there's neck kisses. She talks about, oh, his breath on my neck. She is into it, okay? Even though it seemed like the whole time, the first whole day that they were just going to be buddies, but like flirty buddies. So no, you can go and flirt with everybody. I don't mind. You talk to those girls. No, you talk to those guys. I don't care. We're just going to be friends and cool. But then all of a sudden when night comes along, they're really cuddling. There's some kiss, the forehead kissing. It's very intimate. So you thought, at least I did. Okay, cool. Look, it really worked out for the best. He had a really difficult decision to make right off the bat. I felt bad for Cash, even though, like I said in his little intro video, I was a little bit unsure about him, but he was put in a terrible position of having to choose one of these girls, not knowing anything about them, being the first one in, and having nobody step up to him. So I was so happy that he made a love connection. It seemed like it was something genuine. Then Kira immediately steals him away. Caro, not happy about this, and Honestly, let me know what you guys thought in the chat. To an unhealthy extent, I thought. In fact, our goofy announcer guy, I love that guy. (laughs) I don't know what he's, they're giving him a lot of caffeine before he goes and announces because he's really, really into it. I love it. But even he kept commenting how she wasn't getting over this. She wasn't getting past this. We know Kira stole cash away and Caro, Caro, oh my God, Josh, we, we need, like, a, an electric buzzer in the chair or something for every time I mispronounce this poor girl's name. All right. How about this? Okay, great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Caro, like Karen, Mike, Caro is immediately it seems like she would be cool with it because they talked about flirting with other people, said it's no big deal, but absolutely not. She goes around to every single group and is saying, you know— If she had at least just told me, if they had told me it was going to happen, I wouldn't have cared. Like, it's just a communication thing and, like, respect. I don't know. I'd love to see what you guys think about this because it's basically the second day. They don't have any kind of real relationships formed yet. And as I say in all the reality shows that we talk about here at AfterBuzz, you know what you're getting into when you sign up for the show. All these people have seen the UK version, right? They at least read up on it. You know it's a competition. You know that they're going to be stealing people. You know you have to make those solid connections and those solid relationships to stay involved and to stay on the show, again, if you want to win the money. So she knew something like this was coming. I feel like it's somewhat her fault for not making a stronger connection. If immediately right off the bat, you're going to tell Cash that he can go off and flirt with other girls, that you're going to go flirt with other guys, that's an immediate red flag. I think that's a bad game move right off the bat. I also disagree that Kira didn't tell her because it was apparent to me that she was feeling Cash as well. 
I thought it was apparent to everybody else on the show as well and that it wasn't very secret. And I feel like she mentioned I'm, I'm going to forget right off the bat um, the specifics, but there was that little interaction with the three of them. You saw something. I think she said she was going to take them aside. You knew there was something there. And as far as I'm concerned, everybody should think that their partners are fair game at all times. So it shouldn't be it shouldn't be a surprise if they get taken away because that's essentially the name of the game. Either way, Caro, what's up? Caro's very upset talking to everybody. I can see uh, everybody in the chat basically agreeing with me. Katie, exactly. Carol's getting way too attached, way too quickly. Um, Kira, I thought, was very gracious and respectful. I agree with Carrie in the chat. Very gracious about it. And they get to go on a fun little solo date. It's the first official solo date we see of the show. And it seemed very romantic. A lot of candles, as pointed out by our announcer. And they had a good time. And it really seems like Cash is connecting with her a lot more than he was with Carol. To... Honestly, guys, I think to Caro's benefit, I don't really see them together. Like a lot of you in the chat, she is my favorite. I think she's going to do fine. Like I'm not worried about her. Um, and I think it might be to her benefit because, again, I've been talking a lot of game and a lot of strategy. You do want to be connected with somebody so that you're safe. But at the same time, you don't want to be connected to the wrong person. So if Cash really is the wrong person for her, which it seems like obviously he is, because immediately they're, he and Kira are making out at dinner. They're obviously a better match. They both talk about the fact that they had a really, really great connection, and they're really into it. So, okay, fine. You really want Caro to have the right connection. And I have a feeling with the two new guys coming in next episode, your boys uh, Dylan and Cormac, She's going to be okay. So I'm not really worried about her. Date is done. We get, um, what came next? The suitcase game? Yeah, we get Cash talking to the other guys, telling how he's feeling, Kira Moore, and fantastic. Um, Alexandra and Mike talk. This was interesting. They talk about how they're not really vibing. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Open communication. You have a partner so that you're staying kind of safe. But having that communication of like, I'm not really feeling it, and then great. Then there's kind of no awkwardness. You kind of both know where you are, and you can help each other strategically through the game. I thought that was a really good move, and I liked seeing it. Next, we get the suitcase game. This was fascinating and a little bit weird. The game had no consequences, and yet there were points awarded, but you couldn't do anything with the points. It was just to try to get to know each other better and kind of embarrass each other. A little bit. So we get some fun stuff. Weston's never spent more than 60 bucks on a date. I guess Dallas is a cheap city. Like you can make it cheap. That's not bad. 60 bucks? 60 bucks is is decent. Josh, $60 date. Can you do it? I don't know. I think that would be a little cheap on my end. That's just my perspective there. I mean, Ballin'? I mean, what? listen, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, if it's a first date, you always might not make a good impression or anything. Uh, but then I think okay. being too cheap, I don't know. That might be a red flag. That's fair. It did say he's never spent it, so that would include first dates. I, I'm with you. Okay, 60 bucks probably probably cheap on first date. Zach, Zach was the big one, right? Zach's the big one we learned about. He left a girl in his bed after hooking up with her to go sleep with an ex. We're going to table that for a second because that was the big outcome of this little game. What, was, what else was fun? Yaman flew across country to impress someone. 
We already know he's a front runner. He's an amazing guy, obviously. Zach threw up in his shoe. Who cares? Cash proposed to a girl after a few weeks. Eh, whatever. Also, interesting. Caro gave Cash a huge kiss. Tell me what you guys thought in the chat. Specifically because this little suitcase game had no bearing on the actual outcome. The points meant nothing. The whole thing meant nothing except to stir up drama, learn stuff about people, and stir up even more drama. I felt like they actually weren't playing. And especially for Caro, specifically trying to get Akira for taking Cash. I thought that was really evident. It was a really long kiss. And I don't care what anybody was saying. Cash was not pulling away. Like, dude is feeling it. If Look, Caro's gorgeous. If he's not feeling her, he's dumb. You knew he wanted that kiss. Whatever. Let's move on. <laughs> Alana made friends with a girl just to get with her brother. Eh, I didn't think that was very interesting. Alexandra spent the night at Vin Diesel's house. And she wanted to make it really apparent that nothing happened with Vin Diesel. That sounds like a wrong move. I think you should have made something happen with Vin Diesel. Probably wouldn't have been on the show, but probably would still be at Vin Diesel's mansion. Mallory kept a list of guys that she slept with and her mom found it. Rookie mistake. Everybody at home, don't keep a list of people you've slept with for your parents to find. That's never good. And Caro took three people's virginities. Okay. Whatever. Not that interesting. Let's get back specifically to Zach because this sets Zach and his relationship up with Elizabeth for a little bit of trouble for the rest of the episode. Again, we found out that Zach left a girl in his bed to go sleep with one of his exes. Okay. Pause. Carrie's in the chat. Oh, my God. That was hard to watch. And he was literally pulling away. Was he? I thought he was into it. Maybe I just wasn't watching close enough. I thought he was into it. I can't imagine not being into it unless he was really trying to impress Kira because, I don't know, this is the second day. Like, all bets are off. Whatever. It's all good. Um, Zach, okay. He's got some splaining to do. As my favorite TV show couple, Ricky and Lucy, we've got some splaining to do, Zach. Okay. Because Elizabeth's not happy about it, and you can understand that. Like we said, actually, just last episode on Married at First Sight an hour ago, everybody's got a past. One of the contestants on Married at First Sight was previously engaged to somebody else, and it caused a little bit of an uproar. Everybody's got a past. All 11 of these folks have a past. But that kind of behavior could definitely be telling of the kind of person you are, especially, I think, the big thing for Elizabeth— is the fact that Zach is only 22 years old. So if you're that young and something like this has already happened, you know that didn't happen 10 years ago. That had to have happened relatively recently. And if that's the kind of person you are, that's going to send up alarm bells if we take as given that these people are actually interested in forming some kind of relationship with these people and they're not just there for a game show. Fine. I'll give it up to them. If they're actually thinking that they're looking for a love connection, that would possibly be alarming. Basically, Zach says that it was a bad time in his life. That's basically the worst thing he's ever done. He wasn't really into this girl, but they had a couple of drinks and he was making out and hooking up with her anyway. And they had sex for like two seconds. All right. And even if it was bad and you weren't feeling the girl, you don't have to leave her in bed to go hook up with your ex. That other girl was an ex for a reason. I mean, at least the next day or something, bro. I mean, I don't know. That obviously makes him look really shady, but it seemed like Elizabeth was 
giving him the benefit of the doubt, and it seems like they feel they're feeling each other, and they go to makeout town. So okay, I actually thought right before they started making out, I was thinking, man, these two look pretty awkward. What did you guys think in the chat? I thought they were looking really awkward, especially with all the talk about what he did with the girls and his ex. But then they had literally the most awkward pre-kiss ever. If I could demonstrate with nobody here, Zach was really like, lean in for a really long time before Elizabeth caught on to what was going on. But I was glad that she finally did and they got a little kiss. And then she had to get affirmation. Are you leaning in? Oh, no, sorry. That was Cash on his date. My bad. I'm getting all these people mixed up already on the first date, Josh. What's going on? I don't know, man. It's just so much to happen and just to catch up with. It's there's just, a lot. You know, there's a lot to catch up with. We're talking so. about two and a half hours worth of show. I was glad that Zach and Elizabeth made out because I was thinking they were awkward, but it seems like they're back on track. Then we play Spin the Pineapple because there are no bottles, evidently, because CBS isn't getting these guys wasted. This is definitely not an MTV show. If it was an MTV show, there'd be plenty of bottles everywhere. But for some reason, they don't have a bottle, so they play Spin the Pineapple. And, okay, I guess that was fun and interesting, and there was some more kissing and some more Truth or Dare-style stuff, and they were having some fun. Okay, that's basically the end of the episode, guys. Um, You know, overall thoughts. Interesting. Seems fun. I'm ready for more drama, as I'm sure all of you are. And I think we're just kind of ankle deep in it, and it's going to get neck deep pretty quick. Pardon me. Because when people start really stealing other people's partners, and there's a chance of them going home, that's when it gets really bad. Right now, it's still all fun and games. Everybody's friendly because there hasn't been eliminations yet. When Dylan and Cormac come in, look like a couple of studs ready to take it down— I think there's going to be big trouble because you see with the girls, when they take the guys, they're upset. uh, They kind of talk it out and there's still some bad blood. When these dudes start taking the other dudes, girls, you're going to get some alpha male machismo testosterone stuff going on and it could get really ugly. Monica thinks some of the girls are really going to fight over the guys. I think that could be true, but I am more afraid of the guys. I, You know, you get some alcohol going. These guys are all juiced up. I don't know. I think it's a recipe for a potential disaster, but we're going to have a lot of fun watching it one way or the other. Next episode, I believe Dylan and Cormac are coming in. We're going to see. I'm sure they're going to get the same kind of 24 hours, and they're, they're going to make a choice. And then pretty soon, we're going to be up for some eliminations, and it's going to be really, really sad. Let's just hope that uh, – Caro doesn't go home because Caro seems to be everybody's favorite right off the bat. By the way, not that I did any stalking or anything, Josh, okay? So no judgment from the booth. But if you go to Caro's Instagram, you actually see her with straight hair. Beautiful with straight hair as well. Pretty cool, Josh. I'm actually looking it up right now. There you go. And as all of you should at home as well, uh, really cool with straight hair. So, guys, that's about it. Um, Now I want to do a little bit of our special segments here. We're going to have two... First, we're going to rate the couples, which we do on Married at First Sight, which we do here at AfterBuzz at a lot of our relationship reality shows. This is tough. It's tough to rate these couples because, honestly, besides Caro and Cash and Kira, we don't – and Zach and Elizabeth, to be fair. We don't see a ton 
of the other ones. So I can still go through and, and say what I'm thinking. Let's start with the girls. I'm going to start from the top. Alexandra and Michael. We already saw them discuss how they're not really feeling each other. So obviously they're going to go way, 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 way down on my list. They're probably going to be like a, a one, honestly. I think they've agreed that they're not a right match and they're going to strategically work together. Obviously, Caro out of the running right now, but I think whoever gets together with her and is serious about her, I think you're going to have an easy partner to be with for the rest of the time because I think she's loyal. I think she falls quick and fast, and if we're talking straight strategic gameplay, I think um, you're really safe going with her because I think she's going to stick with you. Mallory and Weston seems good. Uh, didn't get enough info yet. Josh, you're still not on her Instagram here. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's that? You're still not on her Instagram. I see you searching. I know. There's like a whole bunch of like people named I'm gonna Carol, tell- Caroline. It's just insane. No, no I'm going to tell you what it is because I think uh, <laughs> I think she's still in my, in my search bar. That's why. Um, oh, she is not. So if you search uh, here, it's C-A-R-O-V-I-E-E. C-A-R-O-V-I-E-E is her Instagram. You can check it out. You can pull up one of her straight hair pictures. Um, Again, sorry, guys. Mallory and Weston. I just didn't get enough from them in these episodes to really see what I thought of them. So we'll table them for now. Just give them a five. Alana and Yaman. Now, I understand that this couple is like the sweethearts of America right now. Seem really safe, just like Jenna says. They seem really safe. Are we putting the, Tell me if you're going to put that up on the screen. There's her in her straight hair. Will do, yes. Take a look, guys, if you haven't seen before. She's beautiful, even with the straight hair. I know in the beginning of this show, she said that she only recently started really accepting and like going for it with her like crazy, frizzy, all puffed out hair, which looks awesome. But either way she does it, she's gorgeous. Big props. We should have her come co-host, co-host the show with me. Anyway, <laughs> there we go. And she's up. So... Again, let's keep it moving. Alana and Yaman, I'm feeling good about them too. I liked what I saw from them, the little bit that we saw in the pool. I'm going to have them at the top. I think we're going to have them at an eight. They seem really, really solid right off the bat. Even when you hear Yaman talk about other women, it seems very respectful and not like he's interested, but just, yes, everybody here is beautiful. I'm excited to be here, etc. And then Elizabeth and Zach, I'm going to go a solid... Mm. I'm going to go a seven with them right now. They work through that little Zach issue, which isn't really an issue or whatever. Seems pretty good. Good makeout session. They seem fairly solid. And then finally, Kira and Cash. I mean, I got to give it up to them as well. I'm going to go seven. I don't think they are as strong as Yamin and Alana because I'm a little bit worried that Cash might have the propensity to jump to another girl real quick. We saw how quickly he was canoodling and kissing uh, Caro. Caro, hit it. Hit the ding. Thank you. We saw how quickly he was canoodling with her and then switched to Kira right off a date. So I'm a little worried about that. I don't know how solid it is, so I'm a little bit worried. And so there you go. Guys, leave us in the comments what you rate these guys and uh, let us know. Jenna dropping some more knowledge in the chat. Thank you so much about the UK version. UK is six days a week with the seventh day being a recap of the week and deleted scenes. 
So CBS needs to give us seven days or at least put the two days into the all access. Oh, fair. Fair enough. Fair enough. I don't think I can come into AfterBuzz to do seven days a week. A recap of this show, though. Five you, is could gonna... you just imagine all the juicy things that could happen within there potentially if they do have any deleted scenes with the link of recap for the U.S. version? Well, so that's interesting that you mentioned that and that Jenna mentions that as well because I would like to know – how juicy are the deleted scenes? Because if they're really that good, wouldn't they make it into the show? So if this is a daily show, right? It's a daily show and it's an hour long. That's a lot of content to fill up. People aren't doing that much on a daily basis, especially we'll see. I'm not as familiar with the UK version and I don't know all of what they're bringing over here. Are they going to do little competitions to get dates? Are they going to do something more interesting than just sit around and chat with each other and bring new people in? I hope so, because if not, I don't even know what they would put into a deleted scene because you would think they would need all the content they could possibly get to fill the show. Be that as it may. Uh, would love to see it, and I'm looking forward to catching up with these guys every single day, just like the OG original season of Big Brother. If any of you were around for that, that was every single day, and I was riding with that show from day one, so I'm excited for this show as well. Final thing, and you guys put in the chat what you thought, shadiest moment of the first two episodes. This, Josh, was just so easy for me. I think it's going to get harder as we go on, as the days go on. But this right off the bat was so easy for me. Uh, I got to give it to Cash. I thought how quickly he switched from Caro to Kira. And the fact that he was kissing, like the cuddle and the kissing just felt so intimate with me. And she was his pick. He could have picked any of the girls. And he picked her. And he was canoodling with her and whatever. And just how quickly he switched it off and is making out with Kira. I just thought it was shady. Tell me what you guys think. I don't see it working out well for him. uh, Because as we obviously see in the chat, Caro, even though I don't pronounce her name all the time, is the best contestant on this show. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you. So much for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. It's tough doing this by yourself, and I love having you guys in the chat to talk with me. We're going to be back here tomorrow, I believe. We're going to tweet it out, guys. You can follow me everywhere, at Mike Thieling. We're going to tweet it out. I believe we are going to have this tomorrow at 6 p.m. because we're getting the East Coast feed at 5. So I believe we're going to have this on at 6 p.m. But I'm going to be here every single day giving you guys a recap. Shout out all of you for hanging out with us. Thank you so much. I'll see you tomorrow. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 